Hello, the internet, and welcome to season 98, episode one of Dirt Daily Zeitgeist, a yeah. production uh. of iHeartRadio. This is a podcast where we take a deep dive into America's shared consciousness and say officially off the top, fuck Coke Industries and fuck Fox News. It's Tuesday, September 3rd, 2019. My name is Jack O'Brien, a.k.a. With the birth, Jack shares this iron brew, yeah. With the birds, Jack shares diabetic juice, yeah. Uh, that is courtesy of Trait Gang at Just TDZ AKAs. And I am thrilled to be joined by my special guest co-host, Mr. Edgar Montplazier. Boingo fucking boingo. <laughs> nice. And we're out. What's good, Sprite What's Gang? What's good, Low Energy Mob family? <laughs> Sprite Gang, <laughs> love it. Uh, I love how unnecessary, but and yet necessary, the Nickelback uh, backing track was to that. Boingo, fucking boingo. Uh, welcome, welcome, man. I got an announcement, Jack. What's that? I'm retiring from podcasts after this oh, episode shit. today. After I'm this done. episode? This is my last podcast I will ever do. That's not true, but it okay, is. let's pretend. Uh, why, why is it? Why is it? Because the you government's gonna... trying to find me, man. Oh, really? Yeah, I and... did not. I did not sign up for selective service when I got my FAFSA aid in college. Okay. Um, They're gonna find me and make me join. This seems They're like... gonna send you to Iran. Yeah, and I, I and I do want to go to Iran. It is number one place I want to visit in the world. I want to go to Tehran and see old. Good luck, bitch. Well, <laughs> but now I'm gonna go. Now I'm gonna go though. Let's talk about. Who but now that I'm gonna is. go though. You can't stop because now I have a reason to go. What do you want to see there? I want to go to Tehran. To see? I just want to see it. Oh, I thought you there was like a specific thing. Nah, I just isn't it like one of the first cities in the world ever? Not, not really. I mean, that's more like Syria, but it's pretty cool. Dang. Well, I ain't trying to go to Syria. <laughs> Who I'm is good. that? Edgar, who's talking? Why you put me on a spot like that? <laughs> we are it's thrilled to be joined in Sarah our third June. seat by the hilarious comedian Sarah June. Hello. What's up? Not much. Happy to be here. All right. I wish I had a song to intro me in. I know. Like Edgar. A Nickelback and song like in you, particular. And like you, you could have told me that I was going to You've be been the on the show one. before, haven't you? Yeah, but you don't ever sing like that. I know. You never sang like that before, Jack. Yeah, that's You never told me you could sing like that. <laughs> <laughs> That's right. Uh, you know, I catch people off guard sometimes. You keep those pipes That's... hidden. But I still want to go to Iran, though. Can you help me with that? We could get married, and then you could go. With For real? Them. Yeah, I mean, we can't well, go hang out together unless we're married. Oh, this is the most convoluted proposal I've ever heard. <laughs> it's uh, just a rom-com <laughs> that I'm writing starring me and Edgar. <laughs> it's not that complicated, Jack. Yeah. Uh, so one-sentence pitch. We get married so you can visit Tehran. I lie to you and tell you it's one no. of the world's oldest cities. We for go, no clear reason. We get harassed. We come back. We get divorced. We realize we love each other. I right. mean, it just writes itself. I, I yeah. see it. Mm. Uh, I, I think, yeah, I think you just sold it in the room. Thanks. Uh, we're going to get to know you a little bit better in a moment. First, we're going to tell our listeners a couple of the things we're talking about today. Uh, we're talking about bootleg vapes, mm. hacking vapes, uh, all sorts of vaping that kids are doing that's hurting them. Uh, we're going to talk about Joseph Biden being bad at the truth. Uh, we're going to talk about Trump's assistant resigning. We're going to talk about all sorts of shit. We're going to do a, a quick rendition of what we're fucking with. Uh, we're going to look at this new Dior campaign with Johnny Depp. All of that and plenty more. But first, we like to ask our guests, Arjun, what is something from your search history that's revealing about who you are? My search history recently um, included, I had I just had to know um, where Mark Zuckerberg's house was. Mm. Um, I'm from Palo Alto, California. Okay. I know vaguely where his house is, but I was like, maybe I can find the address on the internet. Yeah. I was trying to find it for a show. Not, I'm not t t sending him things. It turns out, not only did Mark Zuckerberg buy a very large house in Palo Alto, California, um, but he also bought the four houses around it yeah. and then uh. tried to raise them so that he could build... Uh, his estate and he's done he's also you might have heard he's also done this in hawaii which i had known he bought a former sugar plantation in hawaii chill and then like three packages of land he just everywhere that he buys houses like he's got a bunch you know he's a right. billionaire he has like mm. 10 houses but not only does he have 10 houses everywhere he has houses he's buying up the land all around it and trying to like build shit there right 
That's some Jeffrey Epstein shit to be like, I want is. an entire, like, I don't want anybody I mean, to be able people... to hear screams. Not that anyone's going to be screaming. Yeah. This, guy's, but... this is what I see as climate prepping. Mark yeah. Zuckerberg is fucking climate prepping. Compound. He's like, I'm going to go anywhere and I'm going to have a compound for me and my whole family and all my servants. Yeah. I mean, there was a really good New Yorker article a couple years ago about how like tech billionaires and tech bros are some of the biggest climate preppers. Yes. Like they're all. But they're prepping not by pushing for regulation right. or trying to like get rid of fossil fuels, but by just buying land in Washington and Canada. Yes, exactly. Because and that's where it's going to be really nice. New Zealand too, apparently. Yeah. So they're really, they know it's happening yeah. and they're preparing for it, but they also want you to know that they hate you. <laughs> right. I think that's nice though. That they're buying the land? I think that's very kind of them. You know what I'm saying? Because they could just like go to space, but it's like, nah, we're going <laughs> to stay on Earth. We're going to still fuck you with you You know what? Guys. Maybe Mark Zuckerberg will let me camp on his land for like a billion dollars a year. I think, and I think, you know what? Looking at your outfit today, you can afford it. And I think that. <laughs> <laughs> I can. Yeah. It's going to be good. I can't wait to, to be his little camper. I will say, and this is, you know, a podcast, but you are always one of our best dressed yes. guests. Thank you. So you got much. style. I got this. She is does. a shirt is from Forever 20. You yeah. may have heard of it. Bankrupt. Uh, big fan. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. They're bankrupt. Y'all heard? They're uh-huh. bankrupt? They're going, they're, they're about going to ba- declare bankruptcy. How? It doesn't mean they're going bankrupt. Everything out of is made from slave labor. Right. I know. That's so what I said. So how do you go bankrupt? <laughs> That's... These people are like Uber. I know. Yeah, the slaves wanted 10 cents more. Uh, no. <laughs> the books couldn't handle it. Uh, what is something you think is overrated? Overrated. I think having the, so, you know, it was just Labor Day uh, yesterday. It was. And uh, I think what a the, pro. the September Labor Day is, is fucked. Labor Day is May 1st. That's the International Labor Day. Oh, uh, okay. that's an international so, one? It is the International Workers' Day. Why do Americans do that? Well, because organized labor in this country was uh, brutally suppressed and uh, employers were like, let's make another Labor Day that's not one in international solidarity with the entire rest of the world. So they made it September, uh, first Monday in September. Yeah. I've just met you and I've learned so much. I am I full of information. Especially about labor stuff. You're you're very informed on, on labor situations. We do situations. it a lot. Yeah. We're around. <laughs> you fuck with unions? I do fuck with unions. I don't think that unions are inherently leftist, but I fuck with unions. Yo, yeah. I would you, love who, to be in a union. Who should I vote for in the guild? Oh, uh, let's talk about this off the air. Okay. <laughs> I'm trying to get a job. <laughs> um, These people are vindictive. So when did when did unions officially like go out of fashion? Was it just when Reagan crushed the? Uh... Was it when Reagan crushed them? Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yes. Well, it? well, basically, like you know, I'm not I am not an expert on the history of American labor, but I do know that there was like a huge resurgence in the early 1900s. This is also when there was a lot of like violent anarchist activity in places yeah. like Chicago, right? So like with industrialization, there was like a very strong labor movement. People fucking struck and fought and died for an eight hour workday, yeah. you know, which we now take for granted, you right. know, like there didn't used to be an eight hour workday. There didn't used to be weekends. So right. like people really fought for all this stuff in kind of like the early 1900s. And then basically from the fifties onward, you know, the the government was more like breaking down unions and uh-huh. um, antitrust laws were either repealed or just you know, not, not renewed, relaxed yeah. so that monopolies could grow. But like in the early era of like industrialization, when there were like trains and stuff, there were all these when trains were getting big, you know, there were all these monopolies. And then the government was like, well, we have to break these up. Right. And that helped organize labor. But then, um, you know, eventually they were like, no, this is pretty cool. <laughs> is it going to continue to be a push-pull? Like, do you think? Like, because I was reading. I think so. This dude just wrote an article. He created the show Good Trouble. But he wrote a real, I was like, let me see what this dude is talking about. But yeah. he wrote a really good article. <laughs> good Trouble. And I was like, okay, let me see. Let me see what he has to say about unions. And then I read it and I was like, oh, this is actually really profound. And, like, he was kind of talking about how it feels like now a lot of people, especially with the Trump administration, the mm-hmm. Bush administration, are working really hard to relax and, like you said, repeal yeah. some of that shit. And that now is the time where we can either like not let that happen yeah. or it's going to go too far. Uh, the airline strike that's going on now is like a big example of that. Like Unite here is a union of airline workers from many different airlines and they're right now trying to fight for like like uh, what is it united i think is paying people like 925 an hour and they're making billions and billions in profits so stuff like that is kind of like it's coming down to the line where people are like well we're getting fucked so bad we don't have any choice but to do this shit anymore because you just can't live you know these are people working two jobs and still not making enough to live that's insane 
It's fucked. Do do we think it was part of like a conscious uh, strategic decision to make Labor Day like kind of a shitty holiday where it's the end of summer? Like it like makes you yeah, depressed maybe. a little bit, yeah. and they were like, <laughs> instead of making it work. the beginning of the summer, yeah. it's like hey, yeah. oh, May first, it's Beltane. You know, it's the right. horniest day of the year. Right. It's like a magic day. That's Wait, true. what's Beltane? Beltane is like the um, is like a pagan thing. Oh, nice. It's like a pagan uh, celebration. The first, it's, it's like not the first day of spring. It's something. it's halfway between the spring solstice and the or sorry, the spring equinox and the summer solstice. Right. It's the day that I'm always horniest. Yeah, I, it's I've a big, found. big horny. Watch out for me on May 1st, people. <laughs> I've been keeping a log of my horniness levels. Yeah. Woo. Woo. Off the charts today. Uh, what is something you think is underrated? Um, I think the new Looney Tunes is underrated. The Dang. new Looney Tunes is about to come out, and it's really good from what I've seen. Is it a film? No, they're making new Looney Tunes shorts. Oh, okay. And they're not fucking it up. Huh. This is a reboot. They're not fucking up. They're doing great. I believe. They have I some believe. really good writers and, and cartoonists. Warner oh. Brothers can make no mistake, and I think HBO Max will be a hit. <laughs> I have said that for no other reason than the fact that I believe that to be true. Get it on the record. That's right. And are so it's got all the all the old standbys. It's got... yeah. It's not it's not fully out yet, mm. but um, f- I've seen a couple of the uh, the preview ones, and they've done a redesign of the characters, but the redesigns don't suck. I mean, I'm just like I'm f- thrown. It okay. looks new, but it's good. It like maintains the pace and shit. There's a new Elmer Fudd. There's a new Bugs Bunny. I like. Does Bugs Bunny have a six pack and like is he jacked? You'll have to watch it. Oh, does he hit a vape? <laughs> That's my most important question. Yeah, I mean, Bugs uh, Bunny vaping instead of a carrot, and then it blows his head off. Yeah, the, but he's just covered in soot. Have you That's... seen that double barrel vape? <laughs> no, I haven't. There's Is a that vape. a real thing? Yeah, it's like uh, it looks like it's got those um, you know, the holes for your fingers, or it kind of looks like brass knuckles, but then just on, instead of brass knuckles, is two vapes next to each other, Dude. and they connect into one port, so you could vape. That's two That's cartridges at once. That's great. Yeah, it's really good. What is a myth? What's something people think is true? You know, um, people think Jeffrey Epstein killed himself, and I just want to say that's like definitely <laughs> not true. Hey, Uh-oh. no, it's been officially declared. Yep. Time to Uh-oh. move on. Throw the case out. Myth. What's the latest on that? What's your thinking? What What stands know, out I'm, to you as being particularly suspicious? Like every billionaire in the world wanted him dead. That's yeah. the main one. It's yeah. like there are just too many people with too many motives. Right. If he did kill himself, then it was like clearly part of an or- organized thing where you know he was allowed to kill himself. I don't think right. that's out of the question. I think right. he might have like done it. Like he but sent I, in I a request. Uh, well, somebody sent in a request, and he yeah. was like, "Yeah, yeah, yeah, cool." But I don't think so. Yeah, I don't think so. Like on post, that guy wanted to inseminate the world too badly to ever yeah. kill himself. That's my thought. Yeah, I mean, he was he was focused on like a narcissistic form of immortality like mm. that was what as he opposed spent to the other time. forms of immortality which right. are very noble spiritual uh, you can have low self-esteem immortality being like i guess i'll stay around <laughs> <laughs> yeah like a depressed vampire yeah. Yeah. um i'm 500 it's whatever yeah <laughs> um yeah, I, I I find it. I just to you know I've too. been going to In and Out too much. I've been mm. thinking about that picture, and it just makes me want to go to In and Out, and it's not a coincidence, you know. So that is his uh, friend and fellow uh, kidnapper sex slave of young kidnapper. women, yeah. Uh, and she like put out this picture that was her at an In and Out. Have you not talked about this on the podcast? We have. You know, this but, is all I've been thinking no, about I, for like three weeks. But do we? Damn, bro. I don't think we were clear on like what the motives were behind the picture behind them photoshopping that picture is it just that she wanted to throw people off the scent my my thought is and there are a lot of like different theories about this but it seems like the most likely one is it was an old picture of her at an in and out where she was clearly with somebody else her lawyer Leah Safian because mm-hmm. the dog that she's with is her lawyer's dog and um the dog has his own Instagram so it's, like, okay. not hard to identify the dog and whose dog it is. Right. There's, like, a second tray of food in the picture that was photoshopped out. And in the other pictures on the New York Post server, you can see, like, some really bad Photoshop where stuff was photoshopped out that you're like, this sucks. They didn't publish those pictures, but they're on the server and they're leaked. You can look at them. Oh, wow. Yeah. Wait, so was the New York Post involved with I mean, manipulating? I don't know. Or they just got bad versions and were like, we can't print this. We can't print this. I think they um, I think they got those pictures and they were like, this is the one that looks the most decent. We'll print it. Right. Because later they could go back and be like, well, it turns out this picture was old, but they've already printed it and they've already 
like right. got the views. But the other thing is, Jelaine Maxwell's dad also uh, like was like big buddies with Rupert Murdoch, and right when they first put the story out, they had this whole thing about how like you know some guy found her at this in and out and approached her and took the picture and asked her what the book was that she right. was reading because in the pictures you can't see the title. And Got she was it. like, I'm reading this book about dead CIA members. Mm-hmm. And he was like, okay. And then told the New York Post this. And they were like, we believe you. Yeah. <laughs> um, right, right. And then later mm. people kind of pointed out that that was like a weird thing. And they took that out of the story. They were like, oh, just fucking, just kidding. Right. Hmm. I think the most suspicious thing is that she was at In-N-Out. Well, she was at In-N-Out by herself reading a book. Yeah. Yeah. Who does that? Bro. Yeah. That the, seems... the food there is trash. Hey, whoa. Hey, hold wow. on. I've been going there for a lot of milkshakes. Thinking about this picture, thinking about what it means. (laughs) But you're not eating the food. You're not eating burgers. I'm not. No, I'm not eating the burgers. I like In and Out. I like In and Out. See, if she was at a Shake Shack, I'd be riding with it. I'd be like, nah, that's real. I did go to Shake Shack also because of the picture. Because I was like, I want to go to In and Out. And I was like, you know what? I need frozen custard. A better version. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Um, Yeah. And maybe that's as close as she gets to eating fast food as being like photoshopped into having a burger. I mean, who knows? Like, so I think I do think that it was to throw them off and to make uh, law enforcement look for her in L.A. Mm. when she was leaving the country via another another route. Right. There were also the stories that she was holed up in her boyfriend's house and she hadn't been there for like months or something. So. Mm -hmm. Uh, so she's probably somewhere else now. I mean, oh, they haven't found her still. Is. No, no. I. But are they actively looking? Yeah. Is it just the media looking or the law enforcement? No, law looking? enforcement is looking for her. I believe. Okay. Like she's not. I don't think they have a warrant out for her arrest. But nobody knows where she is. Yeah. I'll tell them. I'll tell them where she at. <laughs> but they gotta let go of this FAFSA stuff. Right. Right. <laughs> uh, all right. Let's talk about the vaping scare that's happening. Uh, I ain't scared. I, I ain't scared of no vape. <laughs> ABC News. So I've randomly like had to switch cars with my wife this week, and her that's what you car call a wife has, swap. Is, that's what your exactly, car calls a wife swap. Right. That's as close as I get to a wife swap. And the ABC, like, there's this like ABC News streaming thing that I just keep on to kind of hear what regular mainstream news is about and all they're talking about this week is like vapes are making people sick vapes are poisoning people mm. and it didn't talk about nicotine vapes right uh-huh. well no they're actually talking about uh thc vapes oh. that uh include thc and it didn't make sense because it was like this sudden rash of people like having to be hospitalized and one person died in illinois from like a lung infection of some sort whoa and it, it seemed like the sort of like media panic that you yeah. see when like there's a new technology and people are like the internet is poisoning your right. children. Like when like weed was legalized in a couple places and Maureen Dowd was like, I had an edible and I got upset <laughs> and I died almost. Yeah, yeah. and am I having a heart attack? <laughs> I can hear my heart beating. That's my favorite Dowd column because it's just about her fucking curled up on a bed being too high. Yeah. But apparently, so there's a health warning that they released that uh, specifically says people who use vape should not buy, (laughs) people who use vape should not buy products off the street, modify e-cigarette products, or add any substances that are not intended by the manufacturer. The CDC and FBI said- but that I I didn't wow. know that was even a thing that people yeah. were doing. People are hacking and modding the vapes. Hacking, yeah. So th- what is the kids the... today? They can't help but hack and mod, Jack. <laughs> <laughs> that's, that's just that's just how they live. That is how they live. They right. hack, they mod, they chop, they screw. So is it people are dealing vapes on the street, dealing like vape pens? And... Absolutely. Totally. I guess vape pens. Yeah. Absolutely. But you can't sell them loose for... though. You got to sell them in the pack. <laughs> right. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, there's just a uh, lot of like really you know low quality vape cartridges and stuff and weird flavors and things that are cheap and you know it's a bunch of burning chemicals. <laughs> we're missing the real story here, Jack. We're What's missing that? the real story. They don't want to talk about how that people were signing up to vote at these vape stores and now these news stories are coming out that, that vape is killing you. That's what's happening. Whoa, is that based on the Popeyes kid? That's ridiculous. <laughs> <laughs> it's a made up story, but uh, yeah, I don't know. I I do wonder how much. Uh, how much ABC News is 
like just preying on the fears of of parents and how 100 percent actually I mean, like yeah. a, a crisis i've never heard of bootleg vapes i don't know why you need a bootleg vape when you can literally go anywhere and buy a vape bootleg vapes actually used to be more of a problem before we had vapes here like i remember when canadian only people that had been in canada had mm-hmm. vapes because that was the only place you could get them and they would bring them down and it was like you know you couldn't replace the battery because it was a canadian battery yeah and, you know shit was like Again, it was just like it was less regulated before right. it was legal, and now it's legal. So yeah, why would you? Yeah, right. Like this news story, like sort of tied in, like you know, you. I assumed it was like Jewel and like all the products that you see in a Seven Eleven, but it seems like this is more like not those things and having. Is this those like things. when there was like K two? Yeah, I think so. It was like when there was you know mm-hmm. do you, the you know, synthetic stuff? marijuana that yeah. was yeah. like poisoning people. That shit. Do you ever? Did you ever like? I did fuck not with fuck that with or that. see anybody no. fucked up on I that. Fucked it. I fucked with it once. It doesn't do anything. It doesn't really do anything. I uh, I knew a guy who who like did a bunch of it, and I think he just kind of had like a weird reaction where like he he just felt kind of crazy. You know, yeah. it wasn't like weed at all, and no. his sweat smelled like weird chemicals. Oh yeah, it's really fucking bad. It was for garbage. You. Yeah, yeah. But yeah, I, I it's think like it's bath salts essentially. You're yeah, absolutely. I think it's all bullshit, man. These vapes are everywhere. I literally saw this homeless man at Seven Eleven the other day who was trying to buy an Android charger, and they were just like, oh, we don't have that Android charger. He's like, damn, I'll just get a vape then. So, like, <laughs> it's like, these shits is everywhere, man. Yeah. So, yeah, I mean, I guess uh, Super Producer DJ Daniel was saying that the origin of vaping was, like, you had a battery, and then you had the vape juice, and, like, you mixed them together. You got and, a little bottle of vape juice with right. a little dropper, and you unscrew your vape top. and Right, fucking... yeah, so it was a very hackable thing where you're like, add some lemon juice, bro. Absolutely. Throw anything in there. Yeah, but now that there is this more mainstream vape solution. Of cartridges. uh, Of cartridges, right. uh, Like you buy from the store. uh, That that portion of the vape community has gone to the dark (laughs) side. Uh, Yeah, so I don't know. All right, we're going to take a quick break. We'll be right back. And we're back. And Joe Biden, man. What a 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 what about him? That's a that's a beat right there. Yeah, that somebody make that beat. So he told this really heartbreaking story about having like going over to I think Afghanistan to pin a medal on a Navy captain who had rappelled down a 60-foot ravine under fire. And, like, he peppered this entire uh, story with, like, God's honest truth. Swear to God. Not a joke. Like, Mm -hmm. he kept saying stuff like that. Uh, And this is the God's truth. Uh My word as a Biden. Uh, which is <laughs> I say that all the time to my be fair and it means uh, and almost every detail of the story appears to be incorrect according to a Washington Post story uh, by now, okay hold up hold up I know I do this a lot as a bit but this is a for real thing memory is kind of wild because sometimes I'll be chilling at my house and I'll be like man I remember like going and like saving the world from this thing but then i realized that i'm just remembering a movie and that i didn't actually do that yeah no 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 no, for sure are you running for president absolutely absolutely every (laughs) day memory is extremely fallible i don't think he did this on purpose i don't think he was like ha i'm gonna go out there and fool them all i think he is just too trusting of his memory or else he would didn't Not he also say that the Parkland kids visited him in yeah. office while he was vice president? Yeah, and it was another mass shooting. So, I mean, it's not like... Yeah, I necessi- see, I see. Yeah, it's just he is... Old. It, it's He's old, but he's always been this. Like, that's... Every time he runs for president, he gets uh, caught up in saying shit that isn't true, and it's... Just like his mind is like a pudding. blender. Yeah, that's just yeah. like putting all these Dang, different bro. little details into into stories to make them better. And yeah, that's the plot of the movie Code Name: The Cleaner. Is it? Yeah, with Cedric the Entertainer and Lucy Liu. Go mm-hmm. ahead and watch it. It's available on HBO. Mm-hmm. Did you? Do you have a piece? Do you have points on the back end of Code Name: The about? Cleaner? <laughs> what are you talking about? <laughs> Go ahead and check it out. It'll be available soon on HBO Max. Go ahead and watch an episode of Friends, and then Code Name: The Cleaner right afterwards. But it just seems like this is because this, so this is now like a month straight that he's been getting 
criticized for this sort of thing. And it just seems like he, like he, it's not a thing where he can cut down on the yeah. amount of bullshit that is in it. It's like the more he talks, you're just going to get 40% bullshit. Yeah. And if he talks less, you're going to get 40% bullshit, but it'll be a, a smaller sample size. But like right. that's Well, just... he's a lot like Trump, or like that's why they put Trump in front of the helicopters all the time to talk to the press because they're hoping that the press just won't hear what he's saying. Because they know Damn. that once he starts talking, he's just going to say some crazy bullshit. You and now, my mind. now he just yells in front of the. You didn't know about this? He's always yeah. talking in front of the helicopter. Because they're hoping the helicopter yeah. will drown him out. This is what he does. In- <laughs> Obama didn't do that. That's true. He was always talking to the helicopter. He was always at a podium in yeah. front of a microphone because right. he could be trusted to speak to America. Right. But and Trump is always like, I and- have a song. You know? Yeah. Like, yeah. That's so true. Damn. And he thinks it's powerful. Like, I mean, he thinks it's, it's really the, cool. Because yeah. he he's like, I'm about to get into so this dope. helicopter and yeah, fly. Yeah, yeah. I mean, think about like what is a better indication of like what Trump wants to look like than like he's the intro busy. to The mm-hmm. Apprentice. And he like <laughs> yes. walks out of a helicopter at the beginning of that show. Yeah, he thinks they're like, really cool. Yeah, he thinks getting he into getting out of a helicopter are the coolest things. He Yo, also, Trump seems low-key brilliant. Yeah, he is. Yeah. Did you see that tweet about Christian Gillibrand? That was so funny. Pull it up, Jack. Yeah, I talked about that yesterday. It was he was like, uh, "I'm glad nobody ever figured out that she was the one I was most afraid of." Like when she backed <laughs> out. So cool. It's like such a fucking <laughs> shitty move. Uh, yo, that team, bro. They kind of funny. Yeah. I mean, it's all. It's all him. It's man. all him. But what's when's the what's the last thing? Like, what's the last thing? that Joe Biden can mess up and then we're going to be like, all right, this dude's brain is cl-. like, what if like next month he's just like, you know, there was a presidential candidate that's been going around telling false stories and we got in his memory mixed up. <laughs> Will that be like the last straw? It's like, all right, this dude's brain is trash. Well, so, I mean, the thing that that is the question that uh, this Washington Post article asks is like, does this shit matter anymore with mm. a pre like now that Trump's I'm been gonna go ahead and say yes. I'm going to say yes, it matters that Trump is still talking like this and it matters that Biden talks like this. Right. Like, I don't think we should have a president that says 40% incomprehensible bullshit. (laughs) It should be comprehensible bullshit. Absolutely. Yeah, I mean, Trump, first of all, seems very tired. There were some press conferences where people did side by side, like what he seemed like at the beginning of his first presidential campaign and now he just sounds like he's running out of batteries. Yeah. Well, he's um, very tired from yelling in front of all those right. helicopters. <laughs> but Trump... That's a lot of projection. Yeah. Trump lies about stuff that actually has stakes mm-hmm. and Biden lies about stuff that just like makes him... Look, like it just kind of supports his idea of himself. what America is and his yeah. place in it. So it's like, it's not really high stakes stuff, but it could easily end up being high stakes stuff so my favorite thing about joe biden is that um he wrote in his book that obama basically begged him not to run for president yeah. <laughs> and was like you don't have you don't to have do, to do, it, do it. <laughs> and he's like, like but i knew he wanted me to right. really yeah uh okay so joe biden released this ad that was like medicare for all is bad because um my son Bo." died and was helped by Obamacare. And so Obamacare is good. And for some reason, Medicare for all would Would be be, an insult to his memory. It doesn't really make any sense. But yeah, he released his ad like sometime last week. And yeah, it was about how his son died and was helped by Obamacare in his final days. And so Obamacare is good enough and Medicare for all would be a bad idea. And it's like unnecessary slash insult to my dead son's memory. Um, But it turns out uh, that in his book, he wrote that when his son became sick, his medical bills were not actually paid by Obamacare, but by Obama personally. Obama was like, let me help you out, Joe. Wait, and is that not how Obamacare works? I thought he just paid for our health care. <laughs> Obama he, just pays sure. for our health care. He pays Man. for a lot of shit that I'd be doing. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, apparently Joe, Joe Biden was like, oh, you know, we'll take out a second mortgage on our house or whatever. And Obama was like, no, no, it's cool. I got you. Even Joe Biden could not navigate the healthcare system in this country when he was vice president. Yeah. Jesus Christ. That's bleak. Yeah. It's so, really sad. But now he's like, Bo would have wanted you to pay a premium. So Edgar asked before we were recording who I thought the last three people were going to be. And yeah. it's been the last, last three, three Democrats like mm-hmm. in the race. And no, I said the been... last people on earth. You did not understand my, <laughs> oh, my question bad, my whatsoever. Bad. Yeah, still same answer. Bernie Sanders. <laughs> uh, so 
I Biden's been sort of a default answer, but now it's starting to. I'm starting to wonder. Like, does can saying. this dude last? Can I don't he make know, it to man. the end? Like, the bloom is off the rose, man. Yeah, I mean, what do you hmm. think, Edgar? Uh, I think he's out, man. I I, I feel like it's kind of like you know when everyone's gambling on horses and shit, and they go, "This horse is gonna clearly make it," and then you watch the race, and that horse has got its ass beat. Like yeah. I feel right. like that's the Democratic race right, <laughs> right. now. Totally. Right. Where Joe Biden, everyone's like holding him up. I really think it's gonna be Warren Sanders and Harris, which I like because it's old white Jewish man, white woman, and black woman. And it's like this <laughs> right. is gonna be opinionated, right? <laughs> <laughs> this is gonna be opinionated, and that's what we're looking for. Can't um, wait for those SNL cold opens, baby. Oh, man. oh baby. Oh, they're going to be hot. Yeah. Is Bernie Sanders the easiest uh, presidential candidate to impersonate, I feel like? No, 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 no. I don't Who, think so. Who's easier? Howard Dean. Bill Clinton. Bill Clinton is very easy. Bill Clinton is very easy because he's just a relaxed, like, how you southern, do a Bill southern. Clinton impression is you're like, I'm Southern and I just came. Yeah, <laughs> that's right. I'm that's Southern and Which? I just came. And you do the hand thing with right. yeah. with them, and then you know, and that's it. And then you say I did not, and that's the whole thing. That's Trump funny. is funny that you said just came because Clinton. Uh, one of the details you find out uh, about, like when you look into the Lewinsky thing, is that he would never come because he thought that it was like like released his power and he got like power from not he coming. was a no fap guy yeah he was a no fap guy damn bro that makes me respect and a then bit more. the like blue dress when he blew finally on the dress he, that was his downfall. that was that was his downfall and he was like i broke a personal rule and like blamed that's himself. what he was upset yeah. about coming so yeah damn bro if he had kept this no fap shit who knows where the world would be right <laughs> yeah now, right? totally yeah. no george bush whoa um third term third definitely term. no george, george bush do you think sure. we would have gone straight from Bill to Hillary? Why not? Yeah, why not? Well, why we would have gone Bill to Gore to Hillary. It just would have been an. We would have gone Bill Gore Hillary and then Chelsea probably. Right. Oh, and then and the Chelsea would be the best one. I'm still waiting for her to enter this race. I mean, come on. Nah, after that girl schooled her in in the schoolyard, she ain't going nowhere, bro. <laughs> I know. After she and Jelaine Maxwell was at her wedding. Yeah, at her wedding. I love that picture. <laughs> that is amazing. Also, oh God, what was it? I, read, I was reading about Chelsea Clinton. Chelsea Clinton, speaking of rich people's houses, Chelsea Clinton's house is an entire city block in New York. Uh, it's like, it's it's an apartment building, but only has four apartments and each one is like a block long and it's crazy. Their, Another her bedroom is the thing. length of the block. Yeah. Damn, that's kind of dope though. I mean, it sounds great. Don't you look at wealth sometimes and be like, you know what? I get it. Oh, absolutely. Especially oh, in it. New York City. Oh, I'm yeah. like, yeah, that would be great. Like, I would love to live in this whole block. Yeah. yeah. If I'm the Koch brothers, I'm like, of course I don't want trains to exist. This is fucking up my money. <laughs> right. What the hell? Uh, They're relatable, if nothing else. Absolutely. That's true. So uh, I wanted to talk about this CBP officer who denied a visa to a Palestinian student who was going to Harvard. Uh, it happened last week, but it's just a crazy story that we never got around to covering. Uh, so this 17-year-old student from Palestine, by way of Lebanon, uh, had his visa canceled at Logan Airport in Boston after facing hours of interrogation. And the reason that the CBP officer gave was because uh, his friends had criticized the U.S. government on social media. Mm. So, like, they took his phone, they took his computer, mm. and he hadn't liked, he hadn't even, he was way more careful than I have been on social media, and he was Well, you're not from Palestine, Jack. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> well, I'm see, not. this this story is bad because now every immigrant mom is, like, cheering and going, you see, I told you, you are the friends that you keep. I told you, Edgar, you are the friends that you keep. Uh, <laughs> and it's like, damn, she was right. Yeah. Just... Just be friends with your mom yeah. and her friends. That's all you Just need. like your mom's posts yeah, and that's it. That's true. Yeah. Um, Trump's assistant has been resigned, I guess, from her position. Is that uh, how you say it? I, I believe she was resigned. She was on vacation. I think and one it was resigns. I think was, that's an active verb. Yeah. I don't know how much she had to do with it, but apparently something happened with uh, regards to how she shares information what about kind of, like his family. What kind of, like a personal assistant? Uh, yeah. So this is an assistant whose name I had heard before. Uh, the Root called it the whitest white woman name of all time. Uh, it's like Madeline Vanderhoot or something Oof. like that. Mercy. It's very waspy. But she is the one who 
reportedly wept openly the night of the election yes. when it became clear that he was going to win. Yes. So I and they said what? it was his longtime personal assistant. So I assumed it was like a older woman. She's 28. This personal assistant. So she was like, I guess, 25 at the time and was just like, oh, fuck. Her man. name is Madeline Westerhout. Westerhout. Yeah. yeah. Westerhout. Whatever it is. Whatever it's, it is. It is a very waspy name. She was a DNC or a RNC person, mm. per, like head of the so RNC. So she's been now, assistant. she's been fired now. She's been fired for uh, sharing information about the family. Yes. Mm-hmm. We all know what that information was. I don't. What What do you think it is? His dick size, bro. <laughs> I think that's, she told. That's next on my Google search history. Yeah. <laughs> I, I didn't even know that that was a recent revelation. God, one of the best, sorry to sorry to Epstein everyone again, but one of the best uh, parts mm. of like reading all the testimony is like all those women describing his dick exactly the same way. Right. Egg-shaped. Egg-shaped. Yeah. yeah. Like, you know, the whole, you know, everyone's like, oh, these women just want money. And I'm like, these women had to fuck an egg-shaped dick. Right. So many times. An egg them the money. An egg-shaped dick that uh, couldn't fully get erect. Mm. Was that the means thing that, that it gets took. bigger as it goes down. Mm-hmm. It get, No, it's it's small at the bottom. Okay. Gets like big in the middle and then gets small, small again, again at, at the, the top. top. It sounds like a, a real curse. Like a warship. Well, you know, you got a wide base. Yeah. Right. Yeah, exactly. He has a wide base. He has a wide base. Right. They're very... But, uh, well, his, a wide his, base, his base of support is narrowing. Yeah. His base of support is narrow. Yeah. That, like, that's a that's a problem, man. That, that would he, not you know, be he had a, great, a lot of problems, a great Jack. dick to have. Yeah. yeah. And I'm not trying to body shame anybody's dick. No, right. Yo, if, yo, respect your dick. The dick you got, be proud of it. Totally Seriously. Agree. Just know that if you rape a bunch of people, they'll describe it to the world. Absolutely. Right. There you go. Absolutely. Bolsonaro, guys. Let's talk oh, about boy. him. Uh, now that man Bolsonaro. is online. <laughs> I like that song. Sergio Mendez. Hey, Bolsonaro. But we have to close out this section on thin-skinned men by talking about Bolsonaro. Did you know he used to be a YouTube guy? Bolsonaro did? Bolsonaro was a YouTube right-winger in Brazil before he became the Brazilian fucking attempted president. I love a success story. Yeah, me too. <laughs> I bet he was a failed comedian. Oh, that's, yeah. that's even they better, all are. bro. He, he does do some stand-up. He did some stand-up. He was like, I'm bigger than this. Yeah. Right. Y'all ever be looking at the Amazon and be like, this shit could be gone. <laughs> right. <laughs> some people look at the so comedy annoying. seller and they go I'm gonna take that yeah, and right. Bolsonaro was like the Amazon this the will Amazon. be my legacy <laughs> destroying it so one of the conditions that he's given on accepting the 20 million dollars which obviously is not enough but it's what is was being offered last week uh, when he turned it down uh, to fight the Amazon fires was uh, no 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 here's the thing he started the Amazon fires. Right. So I don't know if like fighting is, and I mean, not to nitpick, you know, right. but to, to stop the, because people have described them as wildfires and they're not. Right. They're arson. Yeah. Yeah. Their government endorsed arson. Right. These fires were set on purpose. This is not like, a, uh-oh, it's on fire as a result of global warming. Right. It's on fire to create more farmland. Right. So anyway, mm. sorry, go on. So someone was like $20 million to not destroy one of the world's largest producers of oxygen yeah. right and i think to help try and get the current what what is currently on fire under control and uh he said he wouldn't take it unless uh it was uh manuel macron who was making the offer and he said he wouldn't accept it unless macron apologized to him and the thing that he was asking him to apologize to him about was that macron had basically taken offense when uh, Bolsonaro made fun of Macron's wife. He was basically like, don't humiliate the guy, ha ha, when somebody talked about how his wife is old. and uh, Macron's wife is old? Yeah, she is older. And uh, Macron was like, what can I tell you? It's sad, it's sad for him and for Brazilians. I think that Brazilian women are probably ashamed to read that their president has done that, which is like make this comment and like laugh at somebody making fun of Macron's wife. Um, and Bolsonaro's like basically wants him. This is the worst beef. I'm sorry. I know. But this is he a, wants so him, boring. He wants him. And he's burning to, down the Amazon for this beef. Yeah. That's, he wants him. Just drop a track. 
<laughs> he wants him to basically be like, I'm sorry for objecting to you calling my wife old and ugly. Which is such a like petty, shitty move. But don't you kind of hope that he wins, though? No. What? Just to hear somebody apologize for that shit and give you money? That's yeah. wild. Yeah. I mean, it would be a new level of awfulness. but It'd be cool if he and Macron just went into the fires. Right. I think that would be a good way to <laughs> One person this. goes in, or two people go in, <laughs> one comes out. Have y'all ever seen the movie Lost City of Zed? No. Yeah, I have. Lost City of Zed. That's very British of you. Well, that's how it's pronounced, Jack. Okay. Lost City of Z <laughs> is what other people might have heard it pronounced as. But With the dude from uh, Sons of Anarchy and oh, right. Spider-Man. Right. Yeah. It's good. But it's about this dude who like explores the Amazon and stuff like that and was the first person to be like, yo, I think brown people built cities first. Right. And everyone was like, ain't no way that's true. <laughs> He's like, dude, I, I went and I saw them. And they're like, nah, no you way, gotta, man. You got to go back. It must have been aliens. <laughs> yeah. They're like, you got to go back and prove it. And then he goes back and he doesn't come back. Right. Yeah. That they, yeah, the, the idea that they had any sort of advanced civilization was yeah. impossible. Uh, and well, we should do that with Macron and uh, you know who should do that? Dior. And we're going to talk a little bit about that in a moment. But first, we're going to take another break. And we're back. And briefly, we are going to check in with our U.S. Open correspondent, uh, Edgar Montplazier. What's going on in the U.S. Open of tennis. Serena Williams is keep beating up on these white ladies. <laughs> and that's been Edgar. Uh, that's been our coverage of the U.S. Open. Uh, let's talk about Dior, you guys. Uh, they've got a new ad uh, that is... Which Dior? The Jewish one? I, which Dior? Yeah, which Dior? I don't know. Is There's there... two Dior's? There's two Dior's. There's Muslim Dior, Jewish Dior, and Christian Dior. Uh, she's not the best in the biz for nothing uh, <laughs> thank you so they've got a new ad that is a Native American doing a cer- ceremonial dance uh, that it says we are the land uh, and the text that appears alongside it says an authentic journey deep into the Native American soul in a sacred founding and secular territory what? More, yes. More to come September 1st. Mm-hmm. Um, more land? Yes. No, 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 no. Uh, more appropriation. <laughs> uh, the, now, this, so this is a, uh, a perfume or cologne. I'm not sure which. Uh, I thought it was land. No, no. So we are the land is just the idea. Okay. Yeah. Obviously, no. But, That's right. So this, this scent sums up the idea of uh, Native sp- Americans being the land. Does it smell like blood? Uh, probably a little bit. There's like blood mixed with passion fruit. Um, <laughs> but so this is a scent uh, that is called Sauvage. Uh, it's basically savage with a U added. So we found a longer version of the ad that gives it context. Uh, and the way that we get context is uh, we see Johnny Depp. Yes, Johnny Depp uh, walking through a desert with an electric guitar. Finally. Uh, and he looks up, startled like a meerkat. And then there is a young, attractive woman in like a wolf fur who like looks up at him, startled, like, what is he doing here? Is she on all fours or is she standing? She's, uh, I think she's standing. It's, it's actually that's tough a good to note. say. Mm. But that's a good note. I right. Know. Uh, and then Johnny Depp shreds a nasty guitar solo yes. in the middle of the desert. Yes. And then they cut to that dude doing the ceremonial dance. And then well, what happens it says, to the we are the land. Lady? Uh, she's just there, you know. Does she enjoy the shredding or? Uh, she, like, it's hard to say. She, I think she's just aware of his presence. But she's not actually like spatially there. It's more of like a. She's the spirit of the land. Right. Exactly. Um, Is she white? What's up with that? What's going on there? uh, I don't know. It's it's hard to say. Man, let's rewrite this ad, bro. Okay. (laughs) Please. So it should start in darkness. Okay. 
and then a light comes in, right? Mm. Then you hear the howling of a wolf, mm-hmm. and then you cut to that lady, yeah. right? And then she's like, she's on all fours because okay. she's wolf, and it'll be crazy if she was walking. If she was walking, that's a whole different commercial. Okay, so she's all on fours. If she's and walking, then it's Crash Bandicoot. Exactly, it's a world in where animals are walking, mm-hmm. and then and that's not a world we want to live in. No, right. So then Johnny Depp comes out of the ground and he's crushing it on the guitar solo, mm-hmm. but then someone stops him and it's Elizabeth Warren and she says, I should be playing the guitar. <laughs> right. And then she takes the guitar and keeps playing it, right? Right. Okay. The results of her DNA test flash mm-hmm. on the screen behind her. On the screen, right. just to make sure everyone knows, we know who she is. She's legit. Mm-hmm. mm-hmm. And then all of a sudden, hmm, I'm trying to think of where I can take this commercial to where it's not problematic. Mm-hmm. Well, uh, uh, you want a suggestion? Yeah, tag the, the wolf girl um, whips out a bass and yeah. they shred together. <laughs> yeah. Oh, yeah, yeah. yeah. They like, make beautiful music mm-hmm. together. Like when Red Hot Chili Peppers was playing at the Slauson Castle. Yes. And then the guitarist and the bassist. I don't know the bassist's name. His name is Flea. I don't yeah, know the guitarist's name. Ketis. But they were... Sl- they were uh, <laughs> ain't that the lead singer? Yeah. Yeah, doesn't he play guitar? Nah, uh, he's not no. the guitarist. I fucked it up. I'm I sorry. want to say okay. John Favreau, but that's not right. Isn't that the drummer? Go did you with a witch you And they're just playing with each other. Right. I was looking at a Trace Cyrus. Trace Cyrus has a lot of portraits of Native Americans on him for okay. a guy who grew up in a white guy who grew up in Tennessee and then now lives in LA. Right. But how are how is he supposed to show respect? I mean I don't know. That's a question I'm always asking. Right. Exactly. Uh Trace. How do I show respect for a race I'm not? Yeah. Get a tattoo. That's right. Oh, well, that's why I got so many tattoos of white people on my body. <laughs> uh, speaking of white people, let's talk about Cadbury, uh, because they have attempted to kind of address racism, bring why? unity why? to the world uh, <laughs> through what they're calling their unity bar. Uh, and it is all the different shades of chocolate that they make in one bar. Uh, and Jack, I'm done. I'm gonna leave. <laughs> yeah. Uh, so, so you got the white chocolate, uh, in this picture that they've chosen to put at the top, the white chocolate. It's oh, it's it's which way you look at it, Jack. It is. Is it a bar? It it's is a bar. a bar. It's a chocolate bar that is. It, it looks like a. Uh, oh, I see. It's like a. It looks like a regular chocolate bar with like little squares, but it's a right. gradient. It's a gradient. That's right. That was the word I was searching for. It looks like a makeup palette. It, it does. It looks like a makeup palette for like different skin tones, and goes. You know, those are the colors. It goes right. from real pale to real dark. It's like now, a Mac foundation picture. Mm. Right. Now this is not the first time that Cadbury has attempted to compare their chocolate to skin color. Uh, they also had an ad where uh, they compared one of their chocolate bars uh, to Naomi Campbell mm-hmm. uh, by saying it was like a a diva. Move over, Naomi. There's a new diva in town, and it was a chocolate bar, and she she was you know thought that that was racist, uh, and so they they've already had that in their mind. Like, okay, that's so not a good thing to do ever to compare skin color to chocolate. And then they did this. I don't know, man. Cadbury seems like a pretty woke chocolate company to me. Okay. This yeah. is totally working on me. I think that this is a beautiful, you know, display of racial harmony through colonialist chocolate. And yeah. uh, that's all I need. I'm offended because I can't eat chocolate. As <laughs> listeners of Culture Kings would know, I'm deathly allergic to chocolate. Are you really? Yeah. So wow. I'm offended that, you know. It sucks, man. Yeah, it's it would okay. make such a woke bar that you can't eat. I can't enjoy. I can only, and what sucks is that I can only eat the white version of it because it doesn't have actual chocolate in it. Wow. Oh, that's so sad. You can what do you eat think of white chocolate? chocolate? My comments will be set off the air. Okay. What I love it. <laughs> so this was also done in India. This is like part of an India. They released the same Indian bar in holiday. India. They released this bar particularly in India, uh-huh. and people have noted that the even though it has all the different types of chocolate, they're still segregated, <laughs> and that is probably not a great look for India or really any racist country anywhere in the world. Um, so, what the bar really shows us is that um, 
people are a spectrum, but they should stay on their end of right. the spectrum. They should stay inside their little square of <laughs> sweetness. So do you, do you, like, what's your favorite candy, Edgar? Oh, well, see, I'm not really a sweets person. I like sour punch straws. Okay. I like Starburst, and I like white chocolate Reese's. Mm. Those are good. All right, guys. It's time for another edition of What We're Fucking With. Uh, usually, Miles comes in and is like, with, with, with. Uh, okay. I thought we were going to get a... I'm not Miles. <laughs> <laughs> so, fuck you. Uh, Edgar, you want to open us up? What's something you're fucking with? Right I'm now? fucking with three things. Oh, First shit. is the show Southside, and as you guys know, people who are big time fans, OG fans, know that every season I pick a show that I say everyone watch this show, and if it gets canceled, I'll fight you. And every season, y'all let me down. Y'all let the mayor get canceled. Y'all let Detroiters get canceled. But God, this time, y'all did not let me down. Yeah, they they already ordered a second Southside season. got renewed for a second season, baby. <laughs> I mean, this is kind of against brand for you, though. I know, I mean, because it on, didn't man. get canceled, and I'm not allowed to be sad. I was very prepared for it to get canceled, but apparently it's doing very well in the black market for Comedy Central, which just simply means they're watching it. Right. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. Speaking of the Detroiters, that show is so fucking good. Oh, uh, so good, and I told y'all, don't you let did. it get canceled. I came on this very show when I said that. I know. And I went and canceled it before even watching it. <laughs> and I, I now regret that decision. Do you have a uh, something, Sarah Jr.? What fucking I'm fucking with? with? Absolutely. I'm fucking with uh, a few things. Number one, putting your face masks in the fridge. If you have sheet masks, put them in the fridge. Mm. It's hot out. Put your face wipes in the fridge. If you get cleansing wipes, it's so nice. Um, I got a really good uh, comic book called Bicycle Day by Brian Blomworth. It's, put that in the fridge, too? Yeah, you can put that okay. in the fridge. Um, it's about uh, Albert Hoffman discovering LSD, and it's a really beautiful book. Oh, yeah, I heard book. about that. It's, it's gorgeous. It's so just really fucking beautiful. Um, it, like, they're all like these weird sort of you know goofy-type dog people, and you know the, the art's just great. I, I loved it a lot. Um, and, um, uh, you know, I'm always fucking with Means TV. I'm always fucking with Means TV. I'm always on here to tell you to subscribe to Means TV. Means Please TV. give us some money because I'm about to make some shows with them and it's going right. to come out in 2020. It's going to be really good. Hey. Yeah, 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 yeah. Follow Means TV on YouTube or Twitter or Instagram. Yeah. Yeah. Bicycle Day, that's like an actual day on which Albert Hoffman, who was a chemist, right? Like, mm -hmm. The, that's actually how LSD was discovered is he like touched some LSD in a lab and then rode his bicycle home and started tripping like yeah. mid bicycle ride. Yeah, oh, yeah. Damn. In the book they talk about how like there's kind of like two days so like out, uh, sorry, April 16th, I want to say, um and this was in the late 40s. Uh he was like accidentally exposed to some and then he like went home and was like dizzy and then the next day he was like I think it was this stuff that made me dizzy. I'm going to sample an amount that could not possibly have a strong effect on me, and it was like 25 milligrams, which we now know is like a lot of LSD. Right. So then, yeah, he biked home and was like tripping hard, yeah. thought he was dying, you right. know. Yeah, That's and then, uh, yeah, it's pretty, it's pretty cool. And it, the, just the art is so, so good. The book's great. I've never done LSD. Really? Because there was this dude in my class that did it a lot, and he would talk a lot. And I said, I don't want to be that guy. You don't want to be that guy. Right. That's, that's not my brand. Yeah. yeah. There was a guy in my class who did LSD a lot too, and now he's like a famous DJ. Yeah. What's his name? Um, Shout him out. Greg Jones. Shout out Greg Jones. Shout out DJ Greg Jones. You're a famous DJ Good now. You're a famous DJ now. I looked him up because I was like, I hope Greg Jones is okay. You know, he like really did so many drugs. I yeah. was kind of like, I hope that guy's all right. He's doing great. Yeah. Mm. So Good maybe on I should you, hop Greg on Jones. this LSD. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Just a psychonaut. Um, last thing I'm fucking with is I'm going on tour with Jake Flores, a comedian yeah. from New York, and uh, he does Pod Damn America, if you like that podcast. Um, we're roast battling each other oh, at the world-famous comedy store. Oh, uh, nice. You can watch that on Periscope, I believe. Yeah, you can. Um, and then we're going Santa Cruz, San Francisco, Oakland, Arcata, that's Humboldt County, Olympia, Portland, Seattle. If you live in any of those cities, please come watch us do comedy. HeySorryJune.com. That's where yeah, you can yeah. find where we're doing comedy and how, but not why. You'll have to come out to see why. Mm. Edgar, what else are you uh, fucking with? I did have two things. I thought we were doing a round table, but, you know, I'm I'm happy that Sarah got all of hers out. Got all mine out at once. Because they were wonderful. Thank they you. were. 
I'm also fucking with the new Bon Iver album, I I. I I. Ay, ay, ay. And, and that volume I just said that is the loudest that that <laughs> is louder than the entire album. Right. Uh, spell it. It's I and then I. Okay. But there Lip, is a comma. I, right? and, yeah. Both mm. little eyes. It's I. very good. And mm. the whole album is about how our world is dying and we need to wake up and do something. Ay, ay, ay. But you got to read an article to get that. I'm more of a Bon Jovi fan, but wow. uh, Bon Iver is also pretty good. Wow. You trash for that. <laughs> bon bon, jo- bon Jovi there? Yeah. Come on. Hey, <laughs> I I'm living on a prayer. I I. And then I'm also watching Succession season two, baby. I, know, I love rich white people being in bed, <laughs> uh, and they're bad. They're so. I bad. got some great news for you about our country. <laughs> what? Nah, it's not as good. Not as well written. Mm. <laughs> Character arcs are pretty uh, predictable. <laughs> predictable, babe. Uh, um, but uh, it's very season good. Season two is good, I hear. Uh, it's so I have not good. started watching it's it It's so good. Uh, tweet at me who you think will run the company by the end of the season. Oh, shit. Because I already know. So the answer <laughs> that for season one would be still the dead. Still Logan. Right, okay. For those who haven't watched the first season and wanted it spoiled by their favorite podcaster, Jack. <laughs> Sorry. Uh, Spoiler. <laughs> Uh, but uh, yeah, t- tweet at me and tell me who you think, and then I'll tell you if you're right or wrong. Okay. Because I know factually. How do you know that? Man, I just be in these streets. Okay. Is that really how you found that? The out? streets are HBO Max. That's <laughs> <laughs> uh, HBO uh, Max, guys. We're gonna have friends. No other streaming service is gonna have. We, I mean, they are. What am I saying? We. I don't have anything to do with it. They are gonna have friends. What other streaming service is gonna have friends? None. Edgar clearly has some sort of points with HBO Max. They're bringing back Practical Magic <gasps> as a tele. See, there we go. Got somebody in the Ooh. room. Boom. I'm subscribed. A show that I'm I'm fucking with is uh, Dark on Netflix, mm. the German series length Donnie Darko. It's like, <laughs> which, by the way, Donnie Darko doesn't really hold up, but it's like, hey, hey, it's hey, like hey, smart hey, in hey, a hey, dumb way. Hey. Hey, it's like hey. dumb people smart, and okay. I like it. You know what? Let's not say things that we're going to regret later, <laughs> okay, Jack. I apologize. <laughs> so Dark is this German series that's all about like time travel. Yep. and. Okay, did you see Southland Tales? No. What a terrible movie that I've watched so many times. <laughs> <laughs> uh, Donnie Darko fucking blew my mind the first time I saw oh, it. Watch Southland Tales. Yeah. Why did you watch Donnie Darko? But just as a, did you Why? like see a trailer and you were like, this looks good or, you know, like what? Uh, I think I saw it like when I was in high school, like just because it had just come out like oh. a couple of years before. So you I was saw it in the theater? of that generation, right? Of like right. all those guys who were like, ooh. Ooh, yeah. Ooh. Uh, well, what would Tarantino think about yeah. this? Is, Fincher's uh, my fucking dad. <laughs> <laughs> Actually not a big Fincher head, but that was like my identity among yeah. my high school friends was the guy who's not that into Fincher. Uh, no fucking way. No, no. <laughs> no, but it was there was like a time when you just like saw uh, whatever like new indie movie people were talking about, yeah. and Donnie yeah. Darko was that for a little so while. So you because it came out pretty soon after nine eleven. Yeah. So you saw it in October two thousand one. Uh, no, 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 I didn't see it in theaters. Oh, okay. I just saw it like on the VHS. Circuit. Totally, same. Yeah, yeah, totally. I went to uh, Best Video. Got Wait, so a copy. why did, why did you see it? Oh, uh, because in uh, I was in middle school, and uh, you know one of my teachers to you know on the like last day before break when you don't do anything, they showed us October Sky, and I was like, I'm gonna fuck Jake Gyllenhaal. Oh, and wow. So then I was like, I gotta find out what other movies this guy has been in. I watched Donnie Darko because I thought Jake Gyllenhaal was hot, and it really went a different direction than I expected. <laughs> <laughs> You're like a teen, like it's yeah, like I was a just teeny a horny tween, and I was like Jake Gyllenhaal. What? It's probably like what it was like for those kids who like lost their mind over the Beatles being like cute boy bands when yeah. like Sergeant Peppers yeah. came out and they were like, yeah, what? Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, that's pretty Yeah, cool. he's like, I am the Eggman. And they were yeah. like, I wanted to fuck this guy once. Why are you the Eggman? <laughs> um, also, spin drifts are Come on, so right much now. better than LaCroix. They're not the same thing. They're not. At all. But they're so good. They're really good. I can't stop drinking them. Like it's it's a problem. Uh, so that's where I'm at personally. That's what you're fucking unhappy with in my it, life, Jack. Unhappy with it. You don't you're, you're you don't like spin drifts. Li- you're living life like a 45 year old white woman. I know. Well, spin drift and Netflix and German that. Netflix shows. <laughs> <laughs> 
What? Why don't you like Spindrift other than I, I gotta say, why. white chocolate Reese's is kind of a forty-five-year-old white lady really? thing. Really? Then think so. I'll, I'll own it. I mean, I also like Girls. That's a good. Oh show. yeah, I love that show. I, I watched uh, it till the end. I didn't watch it till the end. How's the last couple seasons? Ooh, I mean, look, there are some banger episodes in that last season, but I'll tell you, that last episode is straight doo doo. Yes, <laughs> it's not good. <laughs> it's very bad. Oh, uh, yeah. wait. I'll tell you, why I don't like Spindrift because if I'm going to drink something with bubbles, it, it should be soda. I don't want fake soda. Okay, so you don't like Lacroix either? No. Yeah, you LaCro- know what I like. Okay. White I do? chocolate Reese's? Oh, yeah, I do. Everyone knows what I Sprite like, baby. Gang. Sprite gang for life. Yeah, you said you don't have a sweet tooth, but you drink Sprite. Every You're an adult who still drinks Sprite. Why do, why do people keep saying that to me? Why do people say that Sprite is a drink is a drink <laughs> yeah. for kids? When did this happen? It's a drink know. for it's black candy. people. It's candy. <laughs> it's candy. It is candy. It's candy with bubbles in it. Yeah. Well, guys, it's been so much fun having you both here. Thank you for having uh, me. Sarjum, where can people find you, follow you, uh, yeah, If you want to watch some of my videos or look at where I'm doing comedy, you can go to heysarajune.com, H-E-Y-S-A-R-A-J-U-N-E. Heysarajune is also my Instagram. You can follow me there. It's also my Venmo handle. You can Venmo me some gas money because I'm tra- driving to Seattle pretty soon. Oh, my god! Um, so I would love it if you would Venmo me. And that's, uh, that's pretty much it. That's where watch all my shit is. Watch out for serial killers. You can. Oh, I will. Um, they better watch out for me, dude. That's right. Hey, serial killers. Watch out for Sarjun. And uh, YouTube.com slash Means TV. That's uh, going to be putting some more shit out pretty soon there. And the idea behind Means TV is... Means TV is an uh, entertainment cooperative, a worker-owned cooperative of entertainment, and we make some political and some non-political entertainment, starting a streaming platform in early 2020, getting some cool people to make some stuff for us. There we go. Exciting news coming soon, Jack. I cannot say right now, but it's coming. I will tease it. Here's me teasing, teasing. I'm teased. Consider me teased. Is there a tweet you've been enjoying? I mean, okay... I'll be honest with you, Jack. My tweet of the week was that Trump one about Christian Gillibrand. I think that was one of okay. the best tweets I've ever seen. So yeah. I'm going to go with that one where he said, sad to hear Christian Gillibrand dropped out. Glad they never found out. She was the one I was really afraid of, exclamation point. Yeah. Mwah. Chef's kiss. Uh, Edgar, where can people find you? You can find me on Instagram at awfulgram, on Twitter at Edgar Mopazier. Learn how to spell it. Uh, then you can also find me, well, like I said, I'm retiring from podcasts. This is the last podcast I'll ever appear on. So you can listen to my old work over at Culture Kings on the House of Forks Network mm. or The Wokest over on Stitcher Premium. Use code Wokest. Binge all of them for free in a week. Mm. Uh, yeah, that's it. That's the only places you can find me. Oh, yeah. Watch what just happened on Fox. And is there a tweet you've been enjoying? I got a couple. Wow. The first one is from at Funk E McFly. I just know Wario be commenting on Mario's picks like, okay, twin. <laughs> that shit killed me, bro. And then the other one is from at Chloe Bryan. You could have had a bad bitch, Stuart Little. <laughs> That's great. This shit's just stupid. Oh, uh, you can find me on Twitter at Jack underscore O'Brien. A tweet I enjoyed uh, was from Branson Reese tweeted the most fucked up thing i ever did was in college my roommate got really high so i invited people over and told them he had a big announcement to make (laughs) (laughs) uh you can find me on twitter jack underscore o'brien like i said oh i also like to tweet from laura ingram i didn't like the tweet from laura ingram so laura ingram tweeted at aoc aoc said i have 5.2 million followers less than 20 accounts are blocked for ongoing harassment zero are my constituents and Laura Ingram popped in and was like, fewer than 20 accounts, like correcting her grammar. And Benjamin Dreyer tweeted, oh, look, an actual grammar Nazi. <laughs> <laughs> you can find me on Twitter. Like I said, third time. Uh, you can find I'm me on, on Twitter, Twitter at Jack Laura Ingram. O'Brien. <laughs> you can find us on Twitter at Daily Zeitgeist. We're at The Daily Zeitgeist on Instagram. We have a Facebook fan page and a website, dailyzeitgeist.com, where we post our episodes and our footnotes. Where we link off to the information that we talked about in today's episode, as well as the song we ride out on. 
who's going to provide that song? Edgar, you I got it. You got this. As you all know, again, if you're a big fan of me, you know that the only boy band I love is Brockhampton and Brockhampton. Yeah, they just dropped a new, new album. album. How Last is it? Last week, it's fantastic. Despite what Anthony Fantano and his dumb ass says. I, I Let him know I said that. Let Anthony know he can find me wherever he wants to find me. Wow. But this is a track from that new album called Dearly Departed. Okay. Uh, what's the album called? The album's called Ginger. Ginger. Okay. All capital letters. Uh, <laughs> just acknowledging. Yeah. What are they saying? <laughs> uh, I don't know. Daily Zeitgeist is a production of iHeartRadio. For more podcasts from iHeartRadio, visit the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you listen to your favorite shows. That's going to do it for today. We will be back tomorrow because it is a daily podcast. We'll talk to you guys then. How many sides to a story can it be when you saw it with your own eyes? I got all my thoughts out on records y'all won't ever hear. Try to give it time, find that truth trickles down. It's the fan freezes over like a dagger to the spot. With somebody that you know, throws you in the fire. How do you survive? I kick down the door inside a home. I 